he said he could eat it all day. 24 hours of just soup? I've never seen it be done. Hello and welcome to Shy Town Flavor. I'm Brianna O'Malley, your host, and I could not be more thrilled for this very first episode. This podcast put a lot of thought into, a lot of research, and I think this first one really is a killer for you, you know? This is a gangster of a location. But before we dive any deeper, before we roll on out, I want to make sure everyone's clear on what this podcast is so you know what you're listening to. Basically, at its core, Shy Town Flavor is just a food review podcast. But what makes it special is we're only reviewing Triple D locations in Chicago. You may be asking yourself, is there really that many Triple D locations in Chicago? The answer is absolutely yes, there is. I have discovered that, well, Maybe I didn't discover it. I googled it. Chicago has more Triple D locations out of any other city, I guess in the world, but primarily the country. He's only been a couple other places in the world, so we're not really dealing with much competition, but Chicago as a city, most Triple D locations anywhere. We have 30 Triple D locations in the greater Chicago area. Some of them have closed, but I'm still counting it. I think it'd be unfair not to. So, Guy Pietti has been here 30 times. He has claimed this to be one of his favorite food towns. So, as someone who is a huge fan of the show, I figured this is a great excuse to try these places and see if they really are the real deal. I think it's a common thing for people to watch the show and be like, hmm, I wonder if that place really actually is the bomb diggity. But, but you never really get to go. And as someone who's been living in Chicago for a year and a half, I'm well aware of these Triple D locations just amongst me. And I'm not sure what it is. Maybe I'm afraid. Maybe maybe I don't think I'm worthy to, <laughs> to walk the same earth, but I decided to bite the bullet and just get on right out there. So basically each week I'm going to a Triple D location in the greater Chicago area that's been featured on the show, obviously. I'm gonna review the episode, see what Guy has to say about these different foods, these places. I, myself, am gonna go to these locations, order with the people, be one of the customers, and try and order the same things Hopefully all the same things that Guy Fieri ordered and reviewed on the show. I guess he didn't order on the show, but reviewed on the show and then tell you if his review is accurate, if it's still accurate, and just the overall vibe of the restaurant. Let you know if it's really worth your money and worth that ticket to Flavortown, quite honestly. And do not worry. I will be getting quite specific. I have put a lot of time and writing into these things. I got a lot of points in front of me. I'm going to give price reviews, CTA reviews, location reviews, uh, location in the city reviews. I'm bringing some of my friends along with me, so it's not just my perhaps biased opinion, but I'm making sure my bases are covered on this. So just so you're not lost on this very first episode, the way this is going to go down, the way it's going to roll out, I'm going to tell you a little about the restaurant. I'm going to tell you about Guy's review. 
then it's gonna be my review. And at the end, we should have uh, some sort of guy-specific rating scale, so I'm hoping that'll be cute. I will have to find out. It's the first episode, so if this is a little rough, I apologize. We're still maybe working out the kinks, seeing what works, what doesn't work. I'm excited, though. And without further ado, we have our very first episode. This location, I actually is what gave me the idea for this show quite honestly i saw this a couple months ago and i was like damn that place looks good so i googled it and i noticed it was super close to my house i was like i have to go and like i said earlier i just didn't have the willpower to go to this place so that's why i thought it'd be a great place for me to start off with and with that being said saucy porca is our restaurant for today let me tell you what I don't want to give anything away, but make sure you write that down. It is Saucy Porca. I don't know how to spell it uh, off the top of my head, but I'm sure it's in the show notes. Saucy, S-A-U-C-Y, Porca. I think it's P-R-O-K-A. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's how you spell it. It's called Saucy Porca. And it was featured on Triple D in August of 2018, and it's on season 23 that's not right season 28 episode 23 and it's called fusion or flavors of fusion god i said flavors of fusion so many times before i recorded that and i just couldn't get it out but flavors of fusion is the episode 28 23 is the season and the episode amy lee is the chef and owner of saucy porca she opened it up in 2013 uh her goal was kind of to have quote the flavors marry each other end quote uh they're focusing on homestyle cooking latin american and asian cultures and let me tell you what that definitely pulls through marry each other i couldn't describe it any other way i think that's probably one of the best ways to describe it uh it's just talked about a lot in the episode how fusion is kind of a lot of times maybe just like throwing one thing from a different culture onto something from a different culture uh, she made it very clear how important it was to her to, like I said, marry those flavors. And it really does come through in the food, I think. Uh, to dive into their menu, I keep saying the dive. And you know what? At this point, it's absolutely on purpose. I usually say dive and then roll out uh, just to cover my bases, like I said. But <laughs> what they sell is a bunch of different stuff. For their appetizers, they have fries, but they kind of look like... Uh, almost like fries with like a whole bunch of different type of stuff on it like meat cheese sauce not just plain old fries if you will they really pizzazz them up they got tostones which looks great nutella donut bites i didn't get those but i really thought about them the whole time i was there uh and egg rolls i did have the egg roll i'll tell you about that in a little bit they also have a few different types of rice bowls, sandwiches. They're mostly banh mi's. Uh, there's a couple other ones. They all looked phenomenal. They have a couple soups and then these things called bacos. Let me tell you what. A baco will change your life. I can't tell you much already, but stay tuned for more on these bacos. Location-wise... Uh, pretty decent variety. I wouldn't say there's more than one, 
that's got to be nice. Got more, a couple options. They have one in the South Loop. It's, uh, that's the one I went to. It's on Van Buren and South Franklin. It's a couple blocks south of Sears slash Willis Towers. The only issue, the only issue is they're only open nine to two and they're closed on the weekends. So that one's definitely way more of a lunch spot during the weekdays. And they talked about that on the episode too. But then if you're looking for a weekend or a late night fix, they have a location in Hyde Park as well. That one's open till eight and also on the weekends. There's also one in St. Louis. If you're, if you're in the area, I would recommend. But this is a podcast about Chicago, so who really cares about St. Louis? Uh, CTA-wise, all pretty accessible for the CTA. For the South Loop one, it's kind of a no-brainer. You're pretty close to all the different lines on that one. For the Hyde Park, you could definitely take the green or the red line, or I'm sure there's some buses, but green and the red line does work. I did check. I totally just stuttered really bad, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> it's called growth. Online reviews, they're glistening. Nine point, or 4.5 on Yelp, 4.6 on Google and Grubhub, 4.8 on Uber Eats, and 4.9 on DoorDash. Obviously, that does mean they're also available on those platforms. This kind of has nothing to do with anything, but something I thought that was really nice about the online menu and I really found cute was on the tab, it said, like at the top, it said, welcome home, you should eat. And that literally made me almost start crying. I felt so comforting and warm just by reading that little tiny tagline. And I don't know, it hit somewhere in my special heart. Moving on to the meat of the show. We have Guy's review. And guys, let me tell you what. He loved it, alright? I've seen him try a lot of places. He was into it. What he reviewed on the episode was the Asian paella, the pozole, and that's actually it. But they did show, like in clips of the episode, the chorizo egg roll and the shrimp baco. Don't worry, I did try them. But to dive right in, the Asian paella. What is it? Rice with the sawn seasoning, Chinese sweet sausage, mild sausage. I can't say sausage very well. I'm trying my best. It's just not coming out right. Sausage. I know how to say it, but the likelihood of me getting it is super small. Uh, pork carnitas, edamame beans, and scallions. Guy's review of this. He said, quote, Rice is cooked perfectly. Chinese sweet sausage. Got it. Really does play through. Sambal. Nice little sweet and a little heat. He also said the Asian and Latin flavors are coming together harmoniously. This episode, he also actually had a guest with him, Chef Richard Blaze. He's also on like some of his other shows. But he said that the textures of the dish worked really well with the, quote, luscious pork. Honestly, they had me convinced. And obviously, this is a visual show, so you can't really see anything about guy eating the food. But he took several bites. He's either a great actor or, I don't know what, a liar. But... (laughs) But that's the point of the show, I guess. Next thing on the agenda, pozole. The pozole is had hominy in it, pork, cabbage, tortilla chips, cilantro, scallions, and then this like Asian Latin fusion uh, broth, obviously. Now, guy loves soup if I know one thing. And I don't think this was any 
any exception. He said it had a funk that was beyond traditional Latin and that the pork and adobo together added that extra piece. I don't know what that extra piece is, but apparently it's the pork and adobo. And this was one of my favorite things he said. He said, scratch made, creatively made, delicious. And then he told uh, Amy that she, that fusion line, he said, you're really threading it. So and I think that's totally true from trying the food. He also said he could, quote, eat it all day long. I mean, more power to you, I guess, but... And they didn't really give Richard Blaze any mic time on that one. He just kind of, they joked about sharing his bowl of soup, which I actually didn't do. We were going to do, but we actually ended up getting another bowl. So that's, that's what Guy had to say. He only had these raving reviews. He said she's threading the fusion line. He said it was delicious, creatively made. He said he could eat it all day. 24 hours of just soup. I've never seen it be done. All right, now this is where things really kind of get wild. This is where I really take the reins and run myself loose, I guess. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. My review of Saucy Porca coming at you live. It's not live. But um, I really, really, really enjoyed it, quite honestly. The location I went to, like I said, was the South Loop. I would like to add that moments prior to entering the restaurant, I was in the worst weather I have ever been in in my entire life. We were standing just somewhere under coverage, hanging out, and then all of a sudden, it is like the worst blizzard I've ever seen. The wind is blowing against the direction we're trying to go, so we come out of this little corner and we're pushing our way through this blizzard. I felt like a sled dog. My eyes were closed. I lost the like puff cover by microphone, but diving in, I'm gonna keep saying it, uh, <laughs> diving in, it's a counter place. So you go up and you order at the counter and they bring the food to your table, regardless. I actually prefer that low key. Everyone was so nice. Ordering was really sweet super sensitive like bringing our food to our table and clearing our plates got us extra bowls and plates because we ordered a bunch of stuff and it was just really welcoming we were like the only people in there for a while so like we felt a little weird but like not for long also uh side note when we were sitting there waiting for our food to come out uh the owner walked in and i was like oh my god and she was talking to these guys. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And I was just sitting there. I was looking at my girlfriend. And we were both like, oh my God. We were just like sitting there, like acting like nothing was going on, but like giving each other a look like, wow. And then she leaves and I go, can you believe that? She goes, what? I go, that was, that was the owner. She goes, huh? no way. I was like, we were just doing this whole like, oh my God, wow thing for like a couple seconds. What did you think was going on? But besides the point, The food came out super quick. It was shockingly quick. We were like, whoa. It was, I wanna say, probably less than three minutes from the time we ordered our food to the time it was on our table. Granted, they weren't super busy at all, so that might've played into it, but regardless, it definitely is food that like comes out quick. Now, we actually got kind of a wider variety than what Guy got. I really wanted to make sure I was 
experiencing this place. So what we ended up getting was the paella, the chorizo A roll, and the shrimp baco. You may be saying, but Brianna, where's the pozole? Here's what I think happened. The pozole is now the Mexi pho. Because on the website it says, there's a part of the menu that says featured on triple D and the items. Instead of the pozole, it has the Mexi pho. So my guess, they just changed the menu a little bit and then this is what they have now instead of that. So we got four things, two little. We got the egg roll and the baco and then a really good portion of the paella and then a really good portion of the Mexi pho. We actually brought leftovers home of both those last two things. And we each got two uh, Jariscos pops. So those probably added like another 10 bucks to my bill. For all that stuff, two drinks, Mexi pho, paella, shrimp baco, and the egg roll, 47 bucks. So I don't think that's too bad. If you're gonna go just for like a lunch and just get a thing and go, you're really not hurting your bank too much. I would say anywhere between like 10 and 15 bucks. Uh, high end, 20, depending on what you order, but a pretty reasonably priced place in my opinion. Uh, the initial review of the food, Dynamite. we were flabbergasted. We were shocked. We were so excited. It smelled good. It looked great. And it looked just like the website and also the show. So like they're not putting on any fronts on any of these platforms. I don't even know what that really means, but definitely some honest, good food. Also a little side note, if you're interested in seeing any of this in-person review experience and see the food, you can follow me on TikTok at Brianda underscore O'Malley for a little vlog of the experience. But rolling on out into the review, we're starting with the egg roll. Why? It's the first thing we ate. Why? I think that's just what society has pushed on us as people. But like I said, my girlfriend did come with me. She is a foodie. She does go to culinary school, so I really trust her opinion. Also, her palate's kind of different, so if she likes it, it's got to be pretty good, you know? She said, delicious, instantly. Then she said, nice little bite to it. Not too much crisp, but this is delicious. This is nice. Then, later on in this egg roll experience, she said, quote, best one I've ever had. Now, I myself maybe need to work on my in-the-moment food reviewing, but all I said in that moment was official review, dynamite. Good enough for me, quite honestly. If Guy said it, I'd be down, but maybe I should work up to that level. Moving on to the next item, the shrimp baco. Oh my god, guys. That's a game changer. I said something about the bacos earlier. And it's baco time. These bacos are so good. We only had the shrimp one, but oh, these bacos are delicious. I can't even stress this enough. I don't know if you've ever had bao, but it's a bao bun. That's why they're called bacos. But upon her first bite, Tori said, we should get another one. I don't care, bro. This is so good. This is stuffed. Can you get napkins? That bun is amazing. I'd come back here again. I said, my dad would love this. Again, 
I need to work on my in the moment reviews. But let me tell you what, I can't stress this enough. Get the Bacos. The Bacos are so good. The flavor on everything, honestly, at this place is so good. And something about the fluffiness and the tenderness of these delicate little Baco buns is lights out. You just have to try it for yourself. I don't know what else to say. All right, now we're moving on into the food that Guy himself did also try. In the same order that he did, the paella. This paella, it had my hopes high. Rice is kind of like one of my favorite foods. I love pork. I love that type of like melted pork. I guess it's not melted, but like melt in your mouth type pork. And let me tell you what, that translated because Tori, upon her first bite, said, bro, this melts in your mouth. And that was it. That's all she needed to say. Then, it was just game on, you know? I don't really know what that means, but <laughs> it was a game changer, I would say. Having these, ah, no, you know what's a game changer? Those Baco buns. That's what I should have said then. Game changer, those Bacos. Get the Bacos. But still on this paella, you should also get the paella. The paella is also no joke. My official review during the paella was, this has been delicious. I like the little beans. They're my favorite. The edamame. I love edamame, so I really liked that part. Moving on to the Mexi pho. I keep saying pho wrong. I... Also, I've been worried this whole time that I said pho when I ordered. I can't remember. I know it's pho. Pho is one of my favorite foods. I'm from Seattle. We have a lot of pho there. Pho is one of my favorites. I know it's pho. But for some reason, I feel like I went up to that counter and I said, can we get the Mexi pho? And I've just been heartbroken over it ever since. But like I said, I was really excited for this Mexi pho because why wouldn't I be? It's just... It just looks delicious. Uh, I actually was the first to have a review of this. I said, I like the noodles. They're a cool shape. Hey, 10 out of 10 on the noodles specifically, I guess. I also said, this is excellent. Tori said, in response to the noodles, they're delicious. This is delicious. I mean, not much said, but what's that phrase where it's like, What's that phrase? Less is more. Not for the Bacos. Get more Bacos. Earlier I said we only got one Baco. We went back and got another Baco, if I'm being really honest with you. Dory did care. She did get another one. These Bacos? Ugh. They're lights out, bro. I cannot wait to bring my dad to this place. <laughs> I'm being so serious. We watch Triple D together all the time. It's like our thing. My mom used to get pissed when we put it on. Not because she doesn't like the show, just moms like to be pissed, I think. <laughs> but now that I'm here creating this review for you, my final review is just delicious. Try everything that you can. I will be going back. I will be trying different things. I will be getting more Bacos. If you like pho or like just soup, this soup is super comforting. It's kind of, it's really warm, just like soup should be. The broth is like so rich, more rich than other pho broth, in my opinion. And the noodles, they're a cool shape. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but I couldn't let it slide without saying anything. I'm editing this now, and I literally had that leftover pho for dinner. 
it hit harder the second time. It was truly glorious. I was unsure if I wanted that for dinner tonight. And I could not be more grateful for the decisions I have made. So, I don't remember the scale. The pho is gangster though, bro. Lights out, dynamite, eat it out of a trash can all day. I'm pretty sure that's what Guy said. He could eat it all day long. Me too. I'd be right next to him, eating it all day long. <laughs> Anyways, uh... The paella, the rice, is delicious. Like Richard Blaze said, there's so much different textures in the whole thing that it's just a wonderful, like they say in Food Network, mouth feel, in my opinion. And I've said enough about the Bacos. But somehow, I can't say enough about the Bacos. Get every single one of the Bacos. Also, get the egg roll. It's the best egg roll Tori's ever had. And it definitely wasn't the first egg roll Tori's ever had. I've seen her eat other ones. And me, I also thought it was really good. Maybe the best one I've ever had. I don't really categorize egg rolls like that, but the texture of it was really great. Uh, outside and inside, there was a bunch of different things going on there. And the jalapeno aioli it came with added something to it. And as I mentioned earlier, I kind of created a guy-esque rating scale. So you're familiar. 10 out of 10. One-way ticket to Flavortown. Going lower. Put it on a flip-flop lower lights out dynamite out of bounds lower under flavored town review and then put it in a trash can slash evicted from flavor town that's how i'm going to rate these restaurants and this one this is a one way ticket to flavor town once again saucy porka s-a-u-c-y-p-r-o-k-a saucy porka but everyone i just want to take this moment to say Thank you so much for listening, working through this first episode with me, really appreciate it, but be sure to like, subscribe, and follow to the podcast, leave a review if you're feeling generous, I would really, really appreciate it, Uh, and if you like me, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok, at Brianna underscore O'Malley, B-R-I-A-N-N-A underscore O-M-A-L-L-E-Y, I do post videos of the actual restaurant experience there, little vlogs, pictures of the food, so you can see what I'm talking about. You can also see the snow blizzard if you're interested that I talked about earlier. I got a video of that. But this has been Chi-Town Flavor. We go live every Saturday on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and then live on radio every Saturday at 10.30 and 7.30 on WCRX 88.1 FM. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Chi-Town Flavor, and I have been Brianna O'Malley.